0: Good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks down near Jordan, Minnesota, that make the best patio furniture in the whole world. It's called By the Yard. We'll talk to Jim about that uh, great furniture we, we both own and love. Well, in the hot, humid weather, is kind of hard on a lot of folks. It's hard on our feathered friends as well. So Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner want me to remind you to make sure you do a couple of things to keep them happy. First of all, keep clean, fresh water out for them. Not only to drink, but to bathe as well. And clean those bird feeders and bird houses regularly. You know, the birds love the seed from Cardinal Corner because it is the freshest you're going to find anywhere. Anywhere. And you're going to get all kinds of great tips, too. They have a monthly newsletter. Have you subscribed yet? It's free. Just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. And if you need a gift idea, wow. Stop in, see the ladies at Cardinal Corner. All sorts of gift ideas. You find more than just feeders and bird baths, too, there. Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Lee and Pammer in West St. Paul, Butler in South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center, 651 455 6556, or online, as we said, cardinalcorner.com. You will find the Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good Sunday morning to you, Jim Gilbert. Hello. Hi, how are you, Jim? Oh, just great. Good. You know,
1: um I heard the tail end of of your of your new trip ad yesterday. Where is it you're going? Well,
0: actually, yes, it's the brochure's not even out yet and we're oh, okay. we're, we're going to uh, Sonoma for another wine country tour, It's just 4 days, but we did it a couple years ago and uh, we're already getting folks calling holiday vacations and here and I have a feeling it will fill up before the brochure is even out. So uh, <laughs> that's it. But we'll, we'll give the number a little bit later on. Sure. But thanks for asking. A, a
1: popular trip, and I know you enjoy it a oh, lot.
0: Very much so, yeah. Well,
1: well what, got, what do you have in your nature got, notes here? Sure, 63 degrees.
0: 69 here officially. Got,
1: okay. We're on the northwest side of Lake wakoni about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Very little wind. Sunny with lots of these beautiful cirrus clouds. These are the high clouds the sun can shine through. Morning doves are cooing in our yard and neighborhood. I'm also hearing song sparrows singing and common yellowthroats singing, too. Last uh, evening, Sandy and I were driving from Waconia to Watertown, and we noticed vast fields of corn that had been tasseling since mid-July. Soybean fields and small grain fields look good, and farmers are continuing to harvest their third crop of alfalfa. Two of our grandkids, 13-year-old Anya and 10-year-old Lonnie, along with 36 other kids, are part of the Watertown Mayor Community Education Summer Youth Theater Program. They're in a musical that was that's being put on this weekend. The musical is called Space Case, and was written by their own teachers, Hannah and Jake Rochholt. And the music composed by another teacher who's working with them, uh, Lauren uh, Keys. It's a great production, and they're doing it again at 2 o'clock this afternoon at the High School Theater. Beautiful, wonderful uh, uh, production. Sunrise today, 5.57, sunset. 841. So today in the twin season area we have 14 hours, 44 minutes of daylight. We have lost three minutes of daylight since yesterday, 16 minutes since last Sunday, and now the total is 52 minutes that have been lost since June 20th, our summer solstice, first day of astronomical summer and the longest day of the year. So it's less than an hour we've lost. Normal high for today. 83, normal low, 64. Records for today, 100, set 84 years ago, 1933. So 100 is the high, and the record low is 50, set in 1889. And the most precipitation we received on this date, 1.65 inches. On this date, 145 years ago, 1872. We have great records for the Twin Cities area, going back to 1819 because of Colonel Snelling saying, we ought to keep records here. Uh, The first quarter moon set this morning at 1207 and rises again at 153 this afternoon. Our next full moon is Monday, August 7th, two weeks before the solar eclipse on August 21st. Diane and Dave Herring from Waterville area, that's not far from Mankato and St. Peter, uh, were measuring the, the, the height of the corn in their field yesterday. They got 9 feet 10 inches, and they said there's some taller corn uh, out into the field. Their soybean plants are waist-high and starting to set pods. Wild chokecherry fruit is ripening um, and, and ripe with clusters of, sorry, of deep red to dark purple fruit. These cherries are popular for jelly making and very important as wildlife food, such as for black bears, chipmunks, cedar waxwings, and American robins. Flying Carolina grasshoppers are on the wing. They like fields with sparse vegetation. Uh, their flying wings are dark with light yellow on the edges. Monarch butterflies continue to lay eggs on milkweed plants. The butterflies that develop from these eggs that are being laid right now are the ones that will migrate to Mexico for the winter. Several people mentioned to me that in the last week or so they are seeing more monarch butterflies on the wing and they're seeing monarch butterflies laying eggs on common and other milkweeds. Many people now have common milkweed plants in their gardens to help out the monarchs. Their caterpillars need to feed on milkweed leaves. Here in Carver County, where I live, um, along township and in uh, county roads, they're still being mowed, which in June, July and August, which I personally see is counterproductive because we're trying to increase the number of monarch butterflies. They haven't been very numerous lately, and then we're losing these these, um, milkweed plants, which we need badly. Many forms of wildlife need roadside grasses and wildflowers for cover, nesting, and food. So it would be much better to let (laughs) these township and county roads just stay as they are and mow later on in the fall. Naturalist Matt shoot from, well, he works at University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, but he's also from Golden Valley. But yesterday, he was uh, signing his new book titled Nature at our Doorstep at the Arboretum and also leading a hike. They were on the prairie area, um, and Matt said he noticed both grass leaves and Canada goldenrods beginning to bloom. Now, goldenrods do not cause hay fever. It's the ragweeds, and ragweeds have not started shedding pollen yet. That'll come maybe in about another week. Cup plant, compass plants, prairie dock are some of the showy yellow sunflower-like blossoms on the prairie, and the big bluestem grass is tall and blooming. When they were out on the prairie with, with his group yesterday, he saw a flock of Canada geese fly over. Now, this is made up of probably two adults, and they're young, and adults have been flightless since mid-June. Now many more are flying, and their young are just starting to fly, too, with their new flight feathers. Matt Shute said he heard indigo buntings, sedge, wrens, song sparrows, red-eyed vireos, and a few others still calling and singing. A listener last week asked about the lack of cricket music. Matt Shute heard his first of the year black horned tree cricket calling this past Wednesday night and his first snowy tree crickets calling this past Thursday night. I also heard my first of the year snowy tree crickets calling and Denny I think we have it on tape someplace so sometime if you can't find it now let's see if we Maybe you can find it for next week, so people can hear this.
0: Are these the ones that you uh, you, you, you can t- tell the temperature? I mean, is that yeah. what? Oh, yeah, okay. they're,
1: they're called the temperature crickets because they sing faster when the air is warmer than when the air is. Well,
0: there's there's one type of tree cricket. That's it.
1: That's it. <laughs> okay. That's a snowy tree cricket on a cool evening.
0: Okay.
1: And they call and they, and they call much faster. And what you do is you count the number of chirps. In in uh, fifteen seconds, add forty to that, and it gives you the approximate air temperature in degrees Fahrenheit.
0: It really is pretty amazing. I have to say, I
1: can't. I can't believe you came up with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I save it every year for you.
1: <laughs> no, you can. Do, you, you're a ventriloquist or whatever. <laughs> 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 David and Mary Brinsland live on the ridge above Lake Superior at and Report the first thimbleberries. And wild red raspberries are ripe. The most vocal birds now are the white throated sparrows singing their beautiful songs in the woods. American goldfinches and purple finches are the most numerous of the bird feeder birds. And there's an increase in the number of ruby throated hummingbirds coming to their feeding station because now the young ones are coming. Throughout many parts of northern Minnesota and northern Wisconsin, wild service berries, blueberries, cherries, and red raspberries are ripe and being picked by wild food enthusiasts. Richard and Don Young from Fridley, who are campground hosts at Lake Bemidji State Park Report. The water temperature of Lake Bemidji on Friday was 76. That was down one foot. That's where we typically take the water temperatures, down a foot at least five feet of water. Some of the wildflowers blooming along the bog trail include um, grass, pink orchid, marsh skullcap, and round leaved sundew. Around the park, Indian pipe, butternegs, eggs, and many other wildflowers are blooming. A week ago, Friday, on the 21st, a bad storm hit Lake Bemidji State Park, and lots of trees were down along the trails or on the trails. But all the people are okay. Even a few landed on, a, on, well, one landed on a car and one landed on a some type of a trailer. Boy. Captain Rob Herring from Optimum Charters, that's out of Canal Park, hosted a WCCO TV team of Matt Brickman and Jason DeRussia a few days ago for their Going to the Lake special series. And they went lake trout fishing, and they caught lake trout, which <laughs> is really neat. But Captain Rob said, Four miles out of Lake Superior from Canal Park, the surface water temperature was 67 degrees yesterday morning, and that's eight degrees warmer than the week before, and that's because of the east winds and the sunny, warm days. 66 feet down, though, the water temperature of Lake Superior.
0: Only 52 degrees. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I right. know. I'll tell you, <laughs> they can use uh, some by-the-art furniture up there around Canal Park, for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, this is the furniture Jim and I have told you about for many years. CCO Land Company is still family-run down near Jordan, Minnesota. But it's the kind of furniture that uh, Jim and I, well, you leave yours out year in and year out like I do, don't you?
1: Oh, yes, yeah, some yeah. of the well, we take a few of the smaller pieces inside and use them downstairs. Oh yeah, use them in, yeah for your own <laughs> yeah.
0: furniture. Yeah, they, right. and, and you don't if, as I said, you don't have to store them if you don't want to, and you don't need cushions, so there's no cushions to get wet. It's comfortable furniture. You're never going to see it fade. It's got a 35 year warranty, and as I said, it's a local family-run business still, just on 169. Jim and I love their showroom. It's a huge showroom. All sorts of ideas there, right, Jim? You.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, the placement that they do and the settings, they're, they're just great.
0: It's not going to blow away, that furniture. You, you, visit ByTheYard.net today. Uh, check out all the nine styles of the chairs, tables, everything. And if you're heading to the State Fair, that's the kind of furniture we use right there in our veranda, our deck out there. Now, let me give you a phone number, too. 877-220-0448. A lot of folks call after Jim's show to get that free color catalog. 877 220 or as I said, get on the web at buytheyard.net. Great stuff. Yes,
1: great stuff is right. Yeah.
0: What else do you have today?
1: Yes, Ray and Marlene Simon from Northfield have over 100 little brown bats using one bat house. A sphinx moth at dusk has been feeding from one daylily flower to another. Common tree frogs climb the sides of their home to feed on insects attracted to lights. Tom Bovers and Lisa, Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault, are seeing more monarch butterflies in their area and in their garden, and they're also watching the females laying eggs on the milkweed leaves, some in their own garden. Also, painted lady butterflies are quite numerous along country roads there in the Faribault area. Keith Radle from Faribault continues to monitor his Bluebird Trail, which contains 175 pairs of nest boxes over a distance of 50 miles in the Faribault-Northfield area. The first eastern Bluebird egg laid this year was April 13th, and the last laid 102 days later on July 23rd. So far, 632 young eastern bluebirds have fledged from his trail this season. Laverne Radle from Wilmer reports picking her first ripe garden-sized tomato on July 28th, and she has one geranium plant where she counted 20 clusters of blossoms. Must be one large plant. Wow. Julie Brophy and Bill Lutz from Victoria said they heard their first snowy tree cricket calling last evening, um, and... Fireflies are out in their yard, too. House wrens are busy feeding young nestlings in their yard. Northern cardinals, eastern wood peewees, American goldfinches are some of the birds that are still vocal. Lauren and Linda Wrist from Henderson are taking part in the nationwide chimney swift count. This past Friday evening, they counted 259 chimney swifts. These are small birds that dropped into the Henderson School chimney to roost for the night. Art and Barb Straub from LeSueur checked four chimneys um, last evening and didn't see any chimney swifts. This is in LeSueur. But then they came to a fifth chimney, and all later on, and they still saw over 50 chimney swifts circling and then dropping in. So they're going to try to get there tonight and do a good count and see if they might have a couple hundred ch- chimney swifts going into that.
0: Right. Well, Jim, we're yeah. out of time. I just wanted to mention quickly, Pat from Shatek, Wisconsin, sent a text, said they had an eight-point buck in velvet at our feeding station this past week. Thank you for that. Yeah, and I you men- gonna, Oh, go ahead. You I mentioned a sphinx, that. a sphinx moth, and I yeah. was watering a, a rhododendron plant, and one flew by me, and I thought, maybe it just wants a drink. I'm not sure, but I hadn't seen a Sphinx Moth in a long time. What a great sight that was.
1: I know. This is the time of year to see them. Yeah. They act, they act like hummingbirds. they right just
0: like that, flowers. yeah. Yep. Well, Jim, you have a good week, and I hope you come you back next. Huh? Look forward to it. Bye Very for Very good. Now. Thanks. Jim Gilbert back next uh, Sunday morning here on 830 WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.